gentlemen, my name is Tony Basilio, and we are breaking it down scientifically with you on a Friday. Race fans, race fans, race fans. Got a great program lined out for you today. And Alabama, Tennessee owns you and everything. That's why Nick Saban's running. That's why the Lady Tide ran scrambling yesterday and running for the hills when they saw the power of the mighty large orange. We got so much to talk about today. Mike Hugan is going to join us. Sans Bino. It's going to be an insane program today on the one, the only, it is your Tony Basilio show, often imitated, and I mean, and never, and I mean, and never, and I mean, never duplicated. You've tried the rest. Now sit back and try the best as we continue. It is your Friday edition. Brian Hartman is fired up, folky, and prepared. And there will be a Garza Law, Tennessee, extra innings tonight. I must call it a basketball overtime, but... We all know those aren't allowed after early March. Not mid-March, not late March, but early March. But I'm not complaining because it's just not my style. But in the meantime, it's going to be a day to remember. Oklahoma's on deck for our mighty Lady Vols after they laid waste to the Alabama crumbling tide. This eight-game deal that they're doing, this farce, Ma Raname. Let's break it down scientifically and come back. We'll, we'll come back on the other side. Mike Hugan joins the fray on our Friday date after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad Bobby Parks and my great granddad Julian Mays in 1958. We've been family owned the whole time and being family owned, locally owned means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and Friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Alzheimer's Tennessee invites you to join us for our second annual Walk to Support Families Impacted by Alzheimer's Disease or Related Dementia. The 2023 Murray County Walk will be held on Saturday, June 3rd at Murray County Park and Senior Center, 1016 Murray County Park Drive in Columbia. The festivities begin at 9 a.m. with music from Chris Yao, line dancing, children's activities, and a pet area. We hope to see you there as we walk to make Alzheimer's a memory. And remember, all funds raised stay local. 
this is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. T to the B, back with you. Proud to be here on a Friday. Mike Huguenin. You know, last week he and I were laughing about this scheduling stuff. I give the SEC credit. They said, essentially, we can't be any more of a laughing stock than we're going to be when we play our eight games. We better release this thing, and we'll do it in grand style, and let's just put an announcement out. Let's just go ahead and take the take the Band-Aid and just rip it right off or rip the scab wide open. If I can, those of you that are eating right now, if I can use another analogy, just rip it right off. Hughie, they're really going to do this as I welcome you in, and... This is the first of a couple years of playing eight games, and I guess we'll see what happens. Hughie, are these people serious is where we'll begin here as I welcome you into the Friday edition. Yeah, I think the, I guess this is supposed to be a temporary. They're going to continue to play eight games, and they're saying it's temporary with, with, the law, with no divisions now. That's the difference. Um, Oklahoma and Texas come in in 2025. You cannot play eight conference games in a 16-team conference. Um, it's, you know, in the last week, I focused on, you know, forget the number of conference games. Look at the non-conference schedule for SEC teams yeah. on an annual basis. Yes, there's the occasional yeah. epic matchup. This year it's Florida State LSU in the first weekend of the season. Best non-conference game of the year. Um, but there are two leagues this year that have two FBS leagues whose teams play 14 games against FCS opponents. One is the SEC, the other is the Sun Belt. Sun Belt's good, but if you're the SEC, that's not the company you want to keep. Um, the number of Power Five opponents, uh, every SEC team except two is playing one such game. There are two teams, Florida and I forget the other one, maybe Missouri, I think is the other one, that are playing two Power uh, power 5 teams. The ACC, everybody's playing two except three teams. Pitt, uh, Louisville's playing three. Pitt's playing three. It's the non-conference garbage games that are being foisted upon SEC fans. Is That's what the focus should be on because if you play eight conference games, that gives you four non-conference games. And the SEC has proven historically that while, yes, we will play one good non-conference opponent, they're going to play three garbage non-conference opponents, or at least two. And it goes back to, if I'm a Vol fan, do I want to pay 90 bucks to see the Vols play the likes of Tennessee Tech? And the answer should be a resounding no way. Well, and just to put it in terms that folks will understand, and by the way, we have this over it on the website today at tclub.team. I, I find it incredible that this is something that uh, Brett McMurphy pulled yesterday. He just went back and counted, you know, from the leagues looking at schedules this year. Because the SEC... If you're an SEC fan, I don't care what your team is, and you're listening to me, and you go and you argue and you fight after what they've done the last couple of days, and then you realize 
how insular the scheduling yeah. is. Sure, the league's hard. The league's hard. The league is the best. But the word here is insular. It's insular. Right. How about this? How about this? Teams playing at least ten Power Five opponents in 2023. Okay, the Big Ten has. 14 teams in it. 13 of those teams, Hughie. 13 of those teams play at least 10 Power 5 opponents. The Big 12. 11 of the 14 teams play at least 10 Power 5 opponents. The Pac-12. 10 out of 12. What do you think the number is, Hughie? The ACC, by the way, 15 teams. 10, 10 of those teams play at least 10 Power five opponents. Yeah, what would you say, Hughie, that the number is? The SEC two. is two. Florida two. South Carolina. I wrote about two. that. Two. Yeah. It's, it's, it's do, you, do you find that to be abhorrent to competition and just ripping your fans off is what that is? That's abhorrent. Yeah, again, again, it goes back to let's, let's look at some of the non-conference games. If you're Tennessee, for instance, Virginia, Nashville, okay, legit. To an extent, at least it's a power five team. The other non-conference games, UConn, UTSA, which is actually quite good, and Austin P. That's the thing. You're, if you're a Vol fan, you're paying, I don't know, how much is a single-game ticket for a ten, for Tennessee game for Austin P? Why, why would you pay that on September mm. Texas A&M's got New right. Mexico, UL Monroe, Abilene Christian, wow. and Miami. I'll tell you this, Abilene Christian, Christian though. You crack on them? Mercer, Tulane, Georgia Tech, UL, Missouri. Missouri's got South Dakota, Middle Tennessee, K-State, and Memphis. LSU's got FSU, which is a phenomenal game. It's also got Grambling, Army, and Georgia oh. State. And the also thing is, the, all these games, for the most part, are either neutral site or home. The SEC teams don't go anywhere. Uh, Texas A&M is playing at Miami. Alabama, surprisingly, is playing at USF this fall. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's, it's not good. It's not good. That, and that's the thing that I focus on. It, it, it's embarrassing to play eight conference games to me. Even more embarrassing is the fact that you play so many horrendous non-conference opponents. And, again, we talked last week, I guess it was um, Kentucky – Kentucky and South Carolina and Mississippi State were sort of the flag waivers for let's continue to play eight. That's because, oh, we want to get to a bowl game. We want to go at least six and six. And, and Tennessee. And Tennessee. Well, I see that. Tennessee's that, in that, that boat. That, that, that's, that, that's, that, if I'm a ball fan, I'm irritated by that. But again, well, I are. think it, it's going to change. Here, here. Maybe this is yeah. all, you know, yeah. Sankey is supposedly this, you know, He's playing chess, and everybody else is playing checkers and all that kind of stuff. And Bull. this is a way to get more money from ESPN. That's fine. But it, uh, let's put it this way also. If Sankey truly is the most powerful man in college athletics and ESPN doesn't pony up more money and he still allows an eight, a 16-team conference to play eight conference games, then Greg Sankey ain't the most, most uh, powerful man in college athletics. That's an embarrassment to his league. Brian Hartman, who's the studio control today, because I'm I'm out and about. Uh, Brian Hartman's at studio control today. Um, he has a question for you. Before we go to him, though, yeah, Tennessee's one of them. Nick Saban was driving the train here. 
See this? Yeah, because I think, Saban supposedly was irritated by the fact that on an annual basis, Alabama was going to get if it was right. the three six thing, they were going to get LSU, Auburn, yep. and Tennessee. Even though they played right. each one of those teams in the same season every year since nineteen sixty four. And the question for Saban would be of playing those three three teams. Yeah. And Brian was the one that I first uh, that first uh, brought that to my attention. And the question would be, he, uh, Mike, which of the three teams would he like to pull off his schedule? Because if you go 3-6, they have to keep those three teams. It's called tradition. It's a part and a fabric and a fiber of who we are. If Tennessee fans, if they ever followed through with pulling Alabama off the schedule, based on my program, fans of a certain age will go down there and have their own tea party. I think younger kids don't care. Uh, although they got to experience the Tennessee rivalry last year when Tennessee got that victory, and there truly is nothing like that game when it's really competitive. Now, in recent years, it hasn't been really competitive because Tennessee has had horrendous leadership and rancid, in your words, leadership. Yeah. But, but Hughie, um, let me throw something at you. I'll make a prediction to you. So this schedule that we're going to see in a couple of weeks, okay, that they're going to do a reveal on, uh, I believe that what we're going to see is we're going to see an eight-game schedule that preserves all those traditional rivalries. In other words, Tennessee will have Alabama on their schedule. Uh, Alabama will have both LSU and Tennessee along with Auburn on their schedule because there's no way that they're going to undo all that tradition for some um, – it's almost, I don't even want to call this thing a stunt, but that is that is what essentially what this is. This is going to be, and, and then like they'll do the same like thing a, for next you know, year. Like, like, like a it's one-off a or a two-off. Because, yeah, it's a stunt. Again, it, yep. it's, it, and they're saying, well, we've gotten rid of the divisions, we're going to play A-conference games temporarily, or you know, this is not set in stone. And, and I think the general consensus is, as embarrassing as it is, this is, Okay, you are going to play nine conference games when you get to 16 teams, right? And obviously nobody answered that, but I think you're right, though. And it would be a shame if for a one or two, or a one-off or a two-off, if you're Tennessee, oh, my God, we're not playing Alabama this year? What's going on? Can't do and that. Same with if you're an Can't Alabama fan. And you're right. I think there is a – there's no question but that college rock, college traditions – differ with your age group but part of the allure for some of us about college football is tradition a lot of those traditions have been lost and and then this is another example of, of, of traditions potentially being lost but you know if you had told someone in 1985 i can see a day where texas and texas a&m don't play every year people would have laughed you out of the building and then, yep. you know, in, 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 in the late 70s, early 80s, oh, yeah, Oklahoma and Nebraska aren't always going to play. What are you talking about? Um, USC is going into the Big Ten. That, I mean, that's the ultimate, like, what are you talking about kind of thing. But it would be sad if some of these long-term games were punted or shunted aside for one or two years by, like you said, sort of like a, a stunt. That's, that's pretty harsh. But, yeah, I mean, again, it, it's unfathomable to me that you can have a 16-team league and play eight conference games. So, it, it, in a way, this is sort of a stunt. 
Just we're, we're, we're going to continue with eight for two years, yeah. and then we're going to nine. But in, in those get, two years, yeah. don't screw up the tradition. The few traditions you have left. And I give them credit. Do a schedule reveal. Hey, they ought to do a schedule reveal every year, like the NFL does. The NFL does. Here's, right. it keeps you in the, why not? You, you could do you could do one power five a day, and you, yep. you're right. Big Ten and SEC would get the most attention, but still, it would be it, it would engender interest in schedules uh, for I would argue two weeks because here comes the reveal, and then you spend the next week dissecting it. So. Yiggy breaking it down scientifically with us. Before I go to Brian Hartman. So the long and short of it here is that this is, um, I keep coming back to this. I've said this several times on the air this week and even wrote it. I'm trying to figure this out. Why would ESPN, when we've already agreed on a deal, if this Sankey guy is supposed to be this brilliant, all-knowing, everybody kisses his rear end, okay? And he's a big ego guy. There's no question the guy's a big ego guy. Why would ESPN just say, you know what? Yeah, you guys were working on that Oklahoma-Texas thing, and maybe we had something to do with it, and we kind of all knew that when we were doing this deal. And right. These are the why funds that we allocated for you. Right. Why would I give you, Hughie, why would they give you more money? Does it work? Has it ever worked that way in your life? You've no, gone back to your it, boss and said, hey, you know. I, I guess the verbiage in the contract is if the SEC expands, they can reopen the negotiations. But you're right, the whole the whole premise when this thing was signed, I think everybody was under the assumption that SEC was expanding. But I, I guess technically, you know, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily for sure when the deal was signed. But yeah, um, and, and maybe there were backroom machinations with, with, between the SEC and ESPN. The wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, we we all know Oklahoma and Texas are coming. But you know, maybe there's some kind of last second snag. So we'll sign for the lower number. But when Texas and Oklahoma actually get here, you're going to pay us this number, that kind of thing. Um, and when Texas and Oklahoma come, there's no question but that the SEC TV value is, is more. So, um, and I guess technically they could take it back to market, but at that, at that point, I don't know if there's, given what's going on, I don't know if anybody has any money right now. I mean, because the Big Ten just signed its deal. The Big 12 signed its deal. Um, so the SEC is sort of, in, I don't want to say stuck with, because ESPN's the best, to me, the best network to have a deal with. But, uh, yeah, it, it, the, this whole, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to understand how, if Oklahoma and Texas come into, are coming into the SEC, how the SEC already doesn't know it's going to get more money when that happens. Let's bring the incomparable Brian Hartman now into our conversation, and he is incomparable. Brian Hartman? Yeah, this just came down. Javon Terry, who played at Tennessee for the last couple years, is transferring to Oklahoma. So a bit of breaking news right there. One question I have about the schedule, it looks like, and this could definitely happen, what what would they do if more than two teams finished 8-0 in conference play when they go to the 16 teams and only eight conference games? What, what would they do then? How would they determine who makes the conference championship game? That's, yeah, that's going to be interesting. There's, there's going to be tiebreakers, obviously. And I know, like, print, I forget which league it is, 
one of like, like their their third or fourth tiebreaker is who's ranked higher in the playoff rankings. Um, wow. And I, I think it would be um, if you're if you're, you got three teams that are eight zero record against common opponents, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm ass- I'm assuming that the third or fourth tiebreaker would be the team ranked highest in the college football playoff rankings. Um, because we I mean, the way our league is, Hugh, you could have. Well, you could have three. To Brian's point, you could have three or four teams finish seven and one. The way the, way the league is, that's true too. What yeah, then? It's like be, Georgia goes eight zero, and then four teams go seven and one. What then? That's very interesting. And even when the there are sixteen teams that in if they go to nine conference games, that could be that's going to be an issue then too because there's not going to be division. So the, the tiebreaker situation, I'm sure. That's been worked out. A lot wow. of, you know, the, the the Big 12 already has one because they play a round robin without divisions. Um, so it would, I, would, I would assume it would be almost copying what the Big 12 does. And I think their first one is, um, yeah, record against common opponents. And you're right. They, I mean, you could have one team go 8-0 and in the league and four teams go 7-1. and so that's yeah. It is going to be interesting to see with the, how the tiebreakers. I got a headache just thinking about that. Yeah. But, oh, I know. And, well, yeah. And, well, and, and Brian brings up a great point. Good, Brian. Other thing: Florida, Georgia, LSU, Texas A and M, Missouri were the only schools that wanted a nine-game schedule. Oklahoma and Texas did too, but they didn't get a vote. They didn't get a vote, right? Yes. So what happened? Yeah, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to have more. T- Again, maybe this is. Uh, I saw one uh, story about. Oh, if if Sankey truly wants this, then twist some arms, Greg Sankey. And that's exactly what's going to have to happen, because if yeah, if they want a unanimous, you know, and they they want to present a unanimous front, that's I don't think that's going to happen. But um, again, if you're if you're bowing to those who are scared, well, that's that's. That's not a good sign, and I would argue that I don't necessarily think in Tennessee's case, but if you're talking about South Carolina, Mississippi State, and Kentucky, why are they? <laughs> think about this: you're an SEC fan, and oh yeah, we're we're doing this because schools like South Carolina, Kentucky, and Mississippi State want it. Who gives two? Darns about what those schools want when it comes to football. Let's get serious here. Uh, yeah, and the idea that Missouri was on board with nine is interesting too. So, and I mean, we talked last week. But also, you know like what? Nine and yeah. three in the SEC with a twelve-team playoff, you're getting in the playoff. And if you're six, if, if Nick, all you care about yeah. is going six and six, your your opinion should not matter because that's not no. You're a runaround car. Yep. Y- yeah. But you know what? Nick Saban is very powerful. That's that's the, kind of what this thing shows you is he was the Pied Piper for the 3-6 at one point. But I think, and then but for I think some Saban, reason, as you say, he becomes disenchanted. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you knew he's working those phones. And all of a sudden, we have a split. And all of a sudden, we – and I listen, from Tennessee's perspective, in one sense, you could say to Tennessee, hey – if they say to you, in a competitive situation, that your permanent opponent will be Vanderbilt and everybody else has to play somebody, and you're Danny White, you're crazy if you're not for that. Yeah, of course true. I want that. 
Because, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, of course I want that. Right. I mean, Mississippi State occasionally is good. Cyclone occasionally is good. Kentucky occasionally is good. Vanderbilt has been good for, what, two years out of the last 60? So you're right. Yep. And Saban, I think, is coming at it from a different standpoint than South Carolina, Kentucky, and Mississippi State. But it, you're right. It just sort of just gave them a reason to say, yeah, we're against it, too. But, again, if, if, Saban's, if Saban is truly against uh, a nine-game schedule with the three-six format, simply because Alabama has LSU, Tennessee, and Auburn annually. Then someone needs to point out to Nick Saban that, hey, Nick, they've been doing that since you were in elementary school. They've been playing those three teams annually since you were in it. Well, junior high maybe, or middle school, whatever you know, whatever you want to call it. Again, since 1964, Alabama has played LSU, Auburn, and Tennessee annually, all three of them. So it's a little bit disingenuous to argue that, oh, that's such that's such a tough trio of games. That's ridiculous. It's called reality. Anybody that's taking that Alabama job, I bet Mike DuBose is sitting there going, is this guy kidding me? I mean, this is reality. This When you take the Alabama job, you're going to play LSU, Tennessee, and Auburn. I mean, come on now. This is re- and then, and then, uh, then a uh, commensurate Southeastern Conference schedule on top of that. I don't understand what the hang-up is. I guess from his perspective is it's a competitive disadvantage. Well, you're at Alabama. In the conference where it means more, it means too much at Alabama. Which is another thing, Hughie, that you know these national guys who have been laying in wait to pounce on the SEC oh, yeah, or the SEC fatigue at the national level. Man. Ample. They're going to crush this league now, aren't yeah. they? Crush them. They're going to crush them. And again, them. it goes back to yes. the forget the eight game, forget the eight conference game part of this. It's the non-conference part that's the embarrassment because again, yep. there's yes, there are some good non-conference games that SEC schools play, but there's a lot of garbage non-conference games. Garbage. And you're right. If it truly means more, then why are why is Auburn playing Sanford? Why is Florida playing McNeese? Why is Tennessee playing Austin P? Why is Ole Miss playing Mercer? Why is Mississippi State playing Southeastern Louisiana, as well as two other non-Power Five opponents? It, you know, it'd be, it'd be one thing if Ole Miss is playing Mercer, as well as Clemson and Texas, but they're they're not. And that's the the irritating aspect of this. And again, the, if, if you're a fan, the idea that we wait a second here, you're telling me we could have five SEC games on our home field, and we're not doing it, and instead we're going to bring in McNeese State. That's what should tick fans off. The great Mike Higginson in the hunt and in the mix. And in the mix, and in the hunt. Here's the thing I keep coming back to. People think I'm being Pollyannish or I'm being idealistic about this. I believe that when you get into the playoff era, it's going to force these teams to check themselves. The ones that want to play in the playoffs, the upper half of the league, are going to have to improve their scheduling because at the end of the year, when it comes time to separate the wheat from the chaff, you are going to have to show that you made an attempt to play people, and those that have a couple of one double A games on their schedule 
ultimately, when it comes to getting on that cut line, are going to pay the price. Like this. Just like you can go nine and three and have a better schedule than a team that went eleven and one. And I, I think nine That's and three right. teams are going to make the playoff field. But then it comes down to seeding. I can I can see a nine and yes. three SEC team ahead of a ten and two ACC team because of the strength of the schedule. But you're right. If that nine and three SEC team did not play any Power Five non-conference opponent, well, maybe yep. they don't deserve to get in. Because if you played an FCS team and you played a bad Sun Belt team and you played a bad Conference USA team, well, then really you only played nine games. So let's not. That's you're right. You're going to have to. There's going to have to be some checks and balances here, and that's not saying, oh, all the FCS games are going to go away. Just make sure that 10 or 10 or maybe even all the other 10 or 11 other games are against legitimate foes because that's, that's and just while, while, yeah, while 9 yeah. and 3 can trump 11 and 1, well, 10 and 2 could trump, well, 9 and 3 could trump 10 and 2 because the 10 and 2 team plays garbage non-conference games. And just to repeat one more time, because Hugin is really fascinating. He envisions a future where we don't have a, we don't have conferences. We are just going to have a big. Uh, we're going to have a big glut of high level, high power Division One teams, and they're going to be thrown into a whatever it is, forty five, sixty team amalgamation, whatever the number is. And they're going to go play, and eventually they're going to have a commissioner. And the commissioner and their office is going to set their schedules, which is the way it ought to be now. It's like, it's like in because the left of their yeah. own devices, we're seeing it. Right. Because left of your own devices, we see what it looks like, Hugie. When we leave it here, see, Saban can sit there all day long and say, well, I'm for playing four, uh, 12 uh, Power 5 games. Well, well, Nick, why don't you do it? Right. You're the guy driving the 1-7 train. While you're down there saying what you said, I'm the voice man in the media didn't go, Nick, you're the guy driving the 1-7 train. We all know that. So, what? I mean, what, which one is it here? Which one is it? And, and to be... It's extreme. I, I don't foresee this 64-team or however how many team amalgamation coming for at least another 10 to 15 years, maybe even 20 years. But it's going to happen because at some point, you know, we're, we've talked about this on your show for two decades. There's a, this year there will be 133 teams in the FBS ranks because Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State are now playing FBS football. Well, Jacksonville State and Sam Houston State are not on the same level as Texas and Oklahoma and Alabama. Everybody knows that. But the difference, now we're starting getting into the real nitty-gritty and a lot of money involved. Tennessee is not on the same level as Vanderbilt. Oregon is not on the same level as Oregon State. Michigan and Ohio State are not on the same level as Indiana and Maryland. So basketball, every other sport is different. Football, though, it's, or, you know, if, if you're Michigan and Ohio State, why are we getting the exact same amount of money as Rutgers? If you're Alabama and Tennessee, why are we getting the exact same amount of money from our TV deal as Vanderbilt? That's where the inequities are going to start cropping up, and that's when the shake, the full shakedown's coming. But again, fifteen to twenty years away, I'll be—I don't even know if I'll be around anymore. But I think that's going to happen because 
you have college administrators and they've been looking for nickels and dimes under the couches forever. Instead of nickels and dimes now, it's packs of 100s. And if you're the AD at Ohio State, why do I want to, why do I need, heck, I don't want to, so why do I need to share these packs of 100s with Rutgers? I don't. So go away, Rutgers. Go play the Holy Crosses and Boston Collinses of the world. Us men will be playing other men. I find you the man. I greatly appreciate you. Uh, anything else you'd care to add here on the way out? And I better not see you storming the field no, at any of these no. events because they are really going to come after you if you storm the field now. Which, they which they really got, got something done. Which, yes. uh, but the basketball transfer portal, you know, the Big 12 was the best league last year in the regular season. It's going to be the best league again. Um, huge pickups for TCU, Kansas, Baylor in the portal. Um, Texas is going to be good again. K-State, uh, they're, they're, the big guy that, that, who was a Juco last year withdrew from the draft yesterday. That's just going to be a really good league for at least one more year. So Because they, their coaches have done a phenomenal, phenomenal work in the transfer pool. You might be the man. I greatly appreciate you. By the way, I'm not sleeping on South Dakota and Missouri. I know we rip those games. Those 1AA Division I games every once in a while can get interesting. If it was and South Dakota one... State, I would pick South Dakota State. Well, that's a good point. That's this a good point. This is the other South Dakota team. This is the Coyotes. I like them both, though. I like them both. But they're still pretty good, though. They, they, got, they got some players, yeah. Yeah, they got some players. Hughie, much love to you. Thank you. All right, talk to you next week. Thanks. On the other side, Brian and myself are going to endeavor to guess which eight teams are on Tennessee's schedule. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm putting together a prize pack. I'm, I'm getting on the phone with my, uh, my uh, sundry sponsors. And uh, my friends at Alumni Hall, for instance, have already told me they're in on a couple of uh, gift cards, so at least $50. you got to tell me. You gotta tell me. You got to tell me. You got to. Tell. You gotta tell me what. What the um. What am I trying to say here, Bry? Who's on our schedule? You gotta tell me who's on our schedule. Come uh, 2024, the exact schedule, not like. Uh, not when they're going to be played, but the eight teams. The eight teams. Stop and think about it. That's pretty interesting. 865-200-5402. My name's Tony Basilio. We are going to continue on the other side. The SEC, it just means mo. Mo money, mo money, mo money, mo money. Mo Money. More after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m., right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time.
Saturday, June 10th, South Music presents J.D. Darling. Now I'm punch drunk, love struck, shook up, baby. Live at the Mule House in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. She's from a small town. Celebrating the release of J.D.'s new album, Looking Forward, Thinking Back, with special guest Scout Spear. Tickets available at themulehouse.com or listen here to win. J.D. Darling, live at the Mule House. Brought to you by South Music DIY Dumpsters and Dixieland Management. June is Dairy Month, and the Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our dairy farmers and the dairy industry for the many contributions to our economy and our health. Milk is the original nutritional powerhouse drink with 8 grams of protein and 13 essential nutrients to keep you energized all summer long. Plus, who doesn't like ice cream? Our hardworking dairy farmers are dedicated to dairy and proud to help produce nature's perfect food. When you sit down to your next meal, pour one more glass of milk and celebrate June Dairy Month. All right, welcome back. This is T. Willie. I have got one of our favorite people on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. He's going to let us know all about the great deals they have this week. Miles, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, today I'm doing fantastic. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, you always give us some great, great deals over there at Foodland. So what do you got this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, five ninety nine a pound, whole boneless pork loins, two nineteen a pound, green cabbage, 49 cents a pound, Turnip or collard green bunches, 99 cents each. Kraft shredded cheeses, four for $10. And Coca-Cola variety, six packs, three for $12. Wow, fantastic. And as always, you guys are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. And you're located right there at 427 West 7th Street, the big shopping center with plenty of parking right there by the post office. Miles, thank you as always. I appreciate you and your staff. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week as well. All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Tina, Tina the Bay, back with you as we welcome you back. Sorry about that. I was on the phone there, breaking it down scientifically with my man Cam Schneider. We were breaking it down scientifically. Hey, Brian, um, I, I, I mentioned to you, let's, let's see if we can, you and I, and we'll get Rusty in here momentarily. And if you want to jump in, 865-200-5402. Brian, let's figure out if we can put our alleged heads together here and see if we can come up with um, the where to go, the what to do, the who, the what's, the where, the when's, and the why's. Are you fired up, focused, and prepared for this? Do you think we're up to the task? Well, if we're not, we'll pretend that we are. All right. We know on Tennessee's schedule, six of their eight games, two of their eight games are going to be Alabama and Vanderbilt. Now, from there, the way you got to think about this for 2024 is there was a lot of rancor behind the scenes regarding. By the way, Brian. How are our base? How are the baseball balls going to play tonight? And we're on with Garza Law, Tennessee. Extra innings as soon as tonight ends. Presented by Marcos Garza, your Garza Law Firm. And yes, Evan Russell will be with us. He'll be presented by our friends at TLD Logistics. Matt Dixon's TLD Logistics short porch, which is dropped. Look for it. It's incredible this week. And at the end of it, it features an interview with Tony Vitello. Brian, how are we playing tonight? Against the uh, less than hard throwing lefty, 
Charlotte obviously has decided to use some strategery. And then my second question for you is, before we get into the football schedule thing, how are our Lady Vols, my Lady Vols that I've fought hard for all these years, how are our Lady Vols, Bri, going to perform against Oklahoma tomorrow under the bright lights in the big city? Tonight, I wish I had a feel for how they're going to play, but I just I, agree. I just don't. I agree. I can't that. say confidently that they're going to come out and, and look very sharp and look very. And I do think that I do think pitching wise, I do think they'll be okay there. I don't think they'll. Yeah. I don't think Charlotte will go crazy. Word is bond, Brian, for you. But Word. I, as far as whether they win or lose, I just don't have a real strong feel confidently either way. Word is bond. You're being straight up here. You're you're breaking it down scientifically. I got no idea. I don't think Charlotte will go crazy with a bunch of homers, but other than that, I really can't make any predictions confidently. And as for the softball deal, I think the Lady Vols have a great shot tomorrow. What? I, I think they have a shot. A great shot or a shot? Well, a shot. We'll say a shot. I mean, this team's won 50 straight games. They're due to lose. And Good Stanford point. yesterday, the they had a chance to. The only run scored after a the left fielder bobbled the ball where yep. she could have had a play at the plate. That would have gone down the go-ahead run. Yep. And that thing could have been scoreless. So I think they, they could have a shot. Boy, that was a beautiful game. And all of a sudden, I'll say this for Oklahoma. All of a sudden, uh, Oklahoma is, uh, shall we say, leaky oil. They're leaky oil a little bit. They don't look invincible by any means. And a team like the Lady Vols, maybe that's the team that could get them. Um... Yeah, they don't look invincible. And then you also have this aspect of the Lady Vols are just firing on all cylinders. Now, pitching, Tennessee's pitching hasn't been tremendously untouchable. Well, hey, listen. Hey, listen. No, it wasn't. That Alabama team, give them credit, man. You know, we watched that game. Right as we went off the air, the Lady Vols had a home run. Looked like they were going to run roll them. And I give Alabama a lot of credit for fighting and hanging around. And, you know, Allie Shipman yesterday, she showed out against her former team. So I give them a lot of credit. There there was a lot of fight in that game, a lot of spirit in that game. Yeah, if she doesn't beat out that potential double play ground ball, they would have run ruled them. She played hard, man. But she kept that game alive. They yep. had no chance to come all the way back, but she at least nope. kept that thing alive for a little bit while. Wow. She played with some pride. She gets credit from me. She played with some pride. So, Brian, on this football schedule, I think I'm going to give away if somebody can nail this thing because it is going to be hard to nail nail. Here's the thing I know. Alabama's going to be on it. Vanderbilt's going to be on it. The question is, And this is the real question. If you were wondering if they're going to separate Kentucky 
and South Carolina and who the third team is going to be on the rotator. You see, when it comes time to the ro- for, to do the rotators, those teams are all going to appear on this eight-game schedule. We're going to get a – I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but we're going to get a real good feel for what future schedules are going to look like in the league by the way this schedule looks because they're going to give you a sneak peek here. In other words, they're not going to this year take Alabama and Tennessee away. And if they want South Carolina to be a part of Tennessee's three instead of Kentucky, South Carolina is more apt to appear on that 2024 schedule than Kentucky. Now, I will give SEC Mike a big pat on the back because he was talking about this before anybody, the fact that it was going to come to this. And, and Brian, he nailed it, didn't he? Yes. And I will give us a pat on the back last week for talking about, nobody else is talking about it. Well, everybody's talking about it now. Okay? So how about if you, S-T-F-U, in that order? All right, Tom. Well, nobody knows that, man. It's just a just a saying. Brian, do you like when I get angry, or do you think it's uh, you think it's an act? Because these people urinate me off, Brian. Try telling me how I, to do the show. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would ignore them completely. I can't. If you can never get to a point where you leave, I can't ignore say, that. That'd be when the people best thing. say, that'd when people say to me, you. "Well, no other show, dude," and and lady, you don't listen to the show. You're not listening to just any other show. You've tried the rest. You're eating the best. I mean, uh, 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 you're giving them more publicity than they to deserve. To quote Andy Cove, uh, I'm all. You're giving them way more publicity than they'll ever deserve. All right, Brian, let's guess the teams. 865 Let's guess these teams, Bri. What do you say? What's on Tennessee's schedule next year? Who are they? Give me the eight. Uh, I think, is it going to be the same eight as this year? No, Brian. If it was the same eight as this year, then why would we have? Um, why would we be doing this, Brian? Texas, Oklahoma. Obviously, look, you're adding Texas and Oklahoma, so you're going to get either or of them. You're not going to get both of them. Okay. I'll go with. So you're playing Alabama Vanderbilt. Start there. Alabama Vanderbilt. There's no divisions. So no divisions. You can play division. anybody. You can literally play anybody. I'll say I'll say Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Florida and Georgia. Hmm. And I'll say Texas. Mm-hmm. Arkansas and South Carolina. Write them down, Brian. Repeat them. Repeat them to me. Write them down now, because you're you're eligible. Everybody's eligible. Georgia. Yep. Florida. Yes. South Carolina. Kentucky, Arkansas, 
and Texas are my eight. That's fantastic. This is fun. This is fun. Um, let's get uh, Rusty in here, who's up next with us. Rusty, welcome in. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Brian. Um, so if we if we're doing the one seven, technically it's got one always in the next year at seven. So in twenty four, you're right. They'll put Bama on that first year, but the next year in twenty five, if we stay at eight, it, Bama won't be on the schedule in twenty five because it'll be the opposite. It'll be a different seven the next year, right? Not necessarily. So what we don't know is, are they going? Well, are they? Here's the deal, Rusty. Here's hang on. Just this is verbal here. Are they going? Well, are they going to let you play the same partners each year, or is it going to be every other year? Tony, they did say that you're going to play everybody at least every other year, and you can't and you can't play the other seventeen unless you get rid of them. That's the answer to that. So they can only kick the can. Well, then that would make sense why they're only doing it for one year. That gives right. them a few more months to try to shake some money out of ESPN before they alter this league for forever and ever. Amen. Yeah, you're right. Um, I love you. It makes you such a brilliant dude. I will say this, though, about 10 Power 5 opponents that almost all the big teams doing. That's great and all, but at least the top half of the group of five teams are better or as good as most of the bottom half of Power Five teams. Like, give me Tulane some years. Give me Temple. Give me Memphis. Give me um, USF. Give me Cincinnati and UCF. Historically, Boise State. Those teams are as good as your Dukes and your Rutgers, your Power, your pa- Virginias. Those Power Five teams. So there is some arguments that just because you play 10 power five games you might not play as good a schedule if you're some power five team that plays boise i mean boise is a, clearly boise is a better matchup a tougher game than rutgers and we all agree that one's power five and one's group of five yep so it's really are you playing two of those you know one double a schools the rules got to be going forward that you can only play one of them um they got to set some stuff in place regardless of how many conference games you play. But, yeah, you if you're Tennessee, you can play nine SEC games and say, hey, we're going to play three Power Fives, and we're going to play Duke, Rutgers, and Texas Tech. That's our three Power Five non-conference games we're going to play. <laughs> because that, that sounds great when you say we're playing Power Five schools, but really are you playing tough opponents? Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to come down to strength of schedule again, uh, like it does at the end of the year in basketball. And that's why, especially if you have if you have aspirations for uh, if you have aspirations for playing in a playoff like Tennessee should, you're not going to be able to cheat on your non-league schedule anymore. You're just not exactly exactly. Which unless is you're playing I think it's Bama, better for the game. Unless you play Bama LSU. Yeah, I think that's better for the game, right? You're, I do agree. I mean, you could end up wanting to play only cupcakes out because maybe maybe this year you're playing Bama, LSU, Oklahoma, Texas, and Florida, and Georgia all in league play. And if you, if you play those six ball games, it doesn't matter who your other six are. You know what I mean? So there are going to be years where it's crazy. My eight teams, Tony, if it's okay, to, to give it. you Brian's going to write Van, 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 down here, edit. Bandy every year. It'll either be one of South Carolina and Kentucky – on that year. So I'm going to say South Carolina in 24. 
Mm-hmm. It'll either be Bama or Auburn one of those years. So I'm going to say it's Bama in 24. It'll be either be Ole Miss or Mississippi State. So I'm going to say Ole Miss in 24. It'll either be Oklahoma or Texas. So I'm going to say Oklahoma in 24. It'll either be Florida or Georgia. So I'll say Florida in 24. It'll either be A&M or LSU. So I'm going to say A&M. And it'll either be Missouri or Arkansas. So I'll say Mizzou. So mine is Vandy, South Carolina, Bama, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, Florida, A&M, Mizzou. Brian, he got four of them. Thank you, Rusty. Just kidding. I don't know how many you got, but it sounds good. <laughs> I probably got. I'm guessing Bama, Bama, and, and Vandy will be the only two I get right. I know, right? That's why this <laughs> thing is so cool. I mean, it's going to be. We're all going to be watching it, and you know, in a lot of ways, they've created a little bit of intrigue with their goofiness. Thank you, Rusty. Great talking to Rusty. We'll take some more calls in the second hour on that regard. If you want to try and guess the schedule, I know right now that I'm giving away at least fifty dollars in gift cards to our friends at Alumni Hall who are having a terrific sale. Uh, they've got a code uh, as well. You can go over to tclub.team and check that out. Save 20% on your purchase for Father's Day for Dad. Or if you want to get yourself something and act like it's for Dad. But uh, uh, it's TN Dad. Let me see what that code is real quick. I'm going to save some people some money. And then upon our continuance, a special guest, and then we'll get right back in, ladies and gentlemen, to the conversation in hour number two on your radio, T and Dad 23. T and Dad 23 is the code 20% off in store or online. So those of you listening to us anywhere in the world, you can get 20% off right now. TN Dad 23, up through Father's Day. In the meantime, let's come back. Let's tee up hour number two, and let's do it right after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and Friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. 
Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Alzheimer's Tennessee invites you to join us for our second annual Walk to Support Families Impacted by Alzheimer's Disease or Related Dementia. The 2023 Murray County Walk will be held on Saturday, June 3rd at Murray County Park and Senior Center, 1016 Murray County Park Drive in Columbia. The festivities begin at 9 a.m. with music from Chris Yao, line dancing, children's activities, and a pet area. We hope to see you there as we walk to make Alzheimer's a memory. And remember, all funds raised stay local. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Absolutely outstanding, ladies and germs, as I welcome you back on your Tony Basilio show. It is an incredible Friday. I hope you're having a great day, no matter when you're hearing us. It's uh, just a beautiful day to be alive and well, and I'm glad and proud to be here with you today, and I just feel blessed, you know, to be alongside uh, such wonderful folks, and we appreciate your support down through the years and all those things. Um, absolutely all those things. So, you know, it's a uh, talking about these sec schedules it's extremely extremely interesting um absolutely uh interesting to think about where this thing's going to end up and i know we have no idea do we it's kind of like Tennessee's baseball team. I asked Brian, how are they going to play tonight? I mean, wouldn't you love to say, hey, they're just going to go out and they're just going to take care of business tonight. They're going to mow this team down. They're going to make a run at Clemson and knock Clemson off. I mean, we would all love to think that. Uh, but that just isn't the case. That just isn't the case. You know what I mean, Bri? It's just not the case, man. I mean, we're just sitting here like... I, I go back and forth between thinking they're going to win the region to they're going to go 0-2 to they might win a game or two, but they won't advance. Yep. I keep... It's, depending on the hour of the day, my opinion changes. Yeah. What's going to happen. And I've got the coach on here from SMI. Oh, Okay. Let's do that. Without further ado, history is being made tonight. Uh, rally in the Valley. It's unbelievable, Andy Mack. History is going to be made tonight because the, the ladies with 865 Alliance are not only opening their uh, home schedule, but they're opening their season tonight with Chattanooga. Got incredible yep. weather for it. 
Laban DeFreeze now joining us. And, Coach, this is the season opener. How fired up are you for tonight, my friend? Hey, it is a season opener. I'm super fired up. We have a great, we have a great team, a great, a great talented group of girls. They're excited. Everybody makes all the practices. Uh, you know, they, they talk, keep talking about it, and uh, uh, they're super excited. Uh, we're gonna have a fantastic match against the Chattanooga FC. It's really gonna be a lot of fun. Well, they've really entrusted a ton of talent in your hands. I mean, you've got. Division One players, uh, SEC players on your roster. You've got kids that are going to SEC schools. And then you've got this young lady, Brenly Murphy, who right here out of Knoxville was the high school player of the year, which is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, and I yeah. understand she's – last time I saw her, she was on crutches. So how – what will her fitness be uh, like for tonight's match? You know, Brindley is a, uh, a, a super competitive, talented person. So even if she took off the boot last night, she would, she would say, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm playing. And, uh, and she would be ready to go. And so, uh, uh, she actually has been out of the boot. So she's been working hard. Her fitness is going to be fine. Uh, just the super competitive attitude, uh, super positive with all her teammates, always letting them know they're doing something great. Um, you know, just a great smile and the type of player you want out on the field working hard for you and making other, making other players better just with the attitude and the work rate and, and, uh, and ability. So she's ready to go and, and we love having her on the, on the team. And, uh, she is one of uh, several SEC players that we have on the team and, uh, uh we're excited about Brindley and, and, uh, you know, the, the squad we've assembled. Kids of that ilk for you, is it hard to coach them and, and, and put it all together? Cause again, I, I use the comparison and have on here talking about the 865 Alliance and what you guys are doing on the on the male and female side. It's almost like wooden bat leagues in the summer. You know, these kids come together and they play and they're ultra talented. And people that are in those communities know what the wooden bat leagues are because you're going to see uh, tomorrow's stars today. And Brendley Murphy certainly fits that description and you've got a couple kids from Tennessee on your team. You've got SEC players uh, that are on your roster as well. How hard, uh, Laban DeFreeze, is it for you to put all that all that together, make it cohesive? It's 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 not hard. It's actually it's actually just the opposite. You have great players with great attitudes that work hard. Then you get them at practice, organize them a bit, tell them how how, how excited you are to have them on your team. And they get on the field and they do what they do. Uh, um, so it's actually when you give, it, it's not necessarily the talent, it's the attitude. And it's, it, those are the type of kids that we've put on this, uh, on, uh, players we've put on this roster. And because of that super talented attitude to go with the talent, you can put them on the field, organize them, they're ready to go and they can play. So, um, you know, in all honesty, it'd be a lot more difficult to put a lot of kids out there that didn't have a lot of talent. Uh, to, to, to get it done so um yeah it's it, for my job as a coach you love having the type of players and the type of personalities and attitudes to go along with their talent so i'm excited about it 865 alliance the gals tonight home with chattanooga it's a six o'clock start over at hardin valley academy and coaches weather uh, i mean at uh, at at when, when the game begins it's going to be pretty warm um and these kids are used to playing in, in all kinds of weather but uh 
how uh, much does that impact tactically what you do just in terms of or will the conditions be perfect for the way you guys want to play tonight yeah i think i think we like the heat you know the hotter the better um you know the girls train hard they have uh, we have a uh, a seven-day and a monthly fitness program that we ask everybody to participate in. So we love the heat. Um, we talk about it all the time. We don't let the heat beat you. Don't let the officials beat you. Don't let anything negative creep into your mind outside of competing. Control what we can control. Do your best. Do the things you're focused on. Do the things we've worked on. So uh, we don't worry about the heat. We don't worry about the cold. We don't worry about the rain. And we don't worry about the officiating. And, um, um, you know, the hotter the better because the other team might not be as as mentally prepared or they may not have thought about it to the depth that we've thought about it. So um, we hope it's 100 tonight. But uh, it's not quite not going to quite be that hot, but we're fine with whatever it is, and, and, and we're ready to go. We're excited about having great weather. We like we like it warm. Laban DeFries joining the 865 Alliance uh, women's team will be in action tonight, 6 o'clock, over at Hardin Valley Academy if you want to go over there and check it out. Uh, this is their season opener, not only the home opener, but the season opener, and they have a really, really decorated roster, including the, the National High School Player of the Year, and again, several uh, Southeastern Conference uh, uh, gals as well, uh, just highly decorated, nationally thought of uh, soccer players, so you're going to see a very high level of play Tell me about this Chattanooga squad that's rolling in here tonight for the season beating that they're going to take. <laughs> Chattanooga has a – I respect our opponent. Chattanooga actually has a really strong team this year. Another coach, Rand, does a great job. They've got a really good team. And uh, as a, a fire team, that's what we want. We want to be in the league that has teams that are competitive, well-coached, and also attracts great players. And uh, that's what we're going to get tonight. And um, our kids will be, our girls, our players will be challenged. And uh, we're looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, Chattanooga does a really good job. But I think they're going to come into uh, into Knoxville and um, and uh, certainly find a, a prepared squad themselves. And um, it's just really going to be a fantastic match for the uh, Women's Bear Soccer League. So I think both sides are, are excited. And then, Laban, you guys got to turn around after tonight. And got to go do it again over in Charlotte. How difficult is that going to be? Just to, from going from the frying pan into the fire, two two consecutive games in two days with some travel involved. Well, it's uh, it, it 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 you do have to kind of manage that. And uh, but we got to play the game tonight, and then tomorrow uh, Charlotte is actually uh, the second best uh, had the second best offense in the country last year. They're ranked number fourth in the country this year. So it will be a strong challenge back to back. Um, but again, I think we 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 speak all the time about being mentally prepared, accepting the challenge. Don't let the heat beat you. Don't let fitness beat you. And let's go play. So um, I think the girls are excited about even if it's a back to back, and um, we'll, we'll be ready to go. It certainly will be a challenge, but it's uh, we like the challenges. We we don't we don't we don't shy away from that in the least. And firstly tonight, eight six five Alliance home with Chattanooga six o'clock start. Um, Invite the living listener out if you want to, my friend, and, and what they'll see when they come this evening. I think um, for the folks that come out uh, tonight, they, they are going to have great weather. Um, and at a sporting event, you want to see the, the players that you're coming to watch uh, compete, hustle, get after it. Uh, from a soccer standpoint, we're going to play attacking, 
um, uh, fast-paced soccer. We're going to press and get after the other team when we don't have the ball. So uh, you know, I think even for the casual soccer fan, they'll appreciate the energy and the uh, the way we uh, attack the game and, and, and play with a lot of enthusiasm. So I think it'll be a, a great event for folks to come out and enjoy the evening with their uh, with their family. Well, I'll tell you what, right now I'm in my old beater of a Honda van that we've had for decades. Yeah. And you've got me so fired up right now, Coach. I'm getting ready to take my head and ram it right <laughs> through my left quarter panel. You fired me up today, brother. I love it. I love it. It's what we want. It's it's it's, it's exciting time, and we're, we're, we're happy to be a part of it. Hey, have a great day. Thank you, Tony. appreciate alliance.com. Yes, sir. Thank you. Check them out over there. And the guys will be back in a couple weeks, but the gals get center stage tonight. Uh, it is a 6 o'clock uh, beginning with Chattanooga Bango. Let's go back to our phones without further ado. Joining us on the line, and I love that guy. That guy's got more juice. That guy can light up a county. Let's go back to our phones. Uh, he brought it long and strong and strong and long. Scott's in Etowa joining us. Perhaps he wants to venture a guess as to what Tennessee's eight-game schedule will look like in 2024 because he wants to get involved with the bounty of all the wonderful things that we're giving away. Scott in Etowa, hit it. Uh, Tony, if we have three permanent opponents, I stand with Brian Hartman. We need Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. And the reason is, for all the listeners, ask yourself this question. If you were forced to buy, with your own money, season tickets for the next 10 years, do you or do you not want Alabama, Florida, and Georgia on the schedule? I I would say to you that it's a balance. Now, I hear what you're saying. I want to make the playoffs. I don't want to grind myself into the ground while I'm doing that. Brian, did you say that you want Alabama, I mean, Alabama, Florida, and Georgia to be our permanent three opponents, Brian? Yeah, I want them on the schedule every single year. Because but you don't mean five, that. That's become a fire. That's become who the. That's the you, identity of Tennessee's football. Program, you don't mean that. Those three teams every. You year. don't, Brian. That's you don't. The fabric of the program, Brian. You don't mean that. When everybody else is going to get crip, a uh, crip three opponents, you don't want those. That's like taking Mona Lisa and chopping her head off, or just painting something over her head. If you take those three teams off the schedule, or one is of he, those three teams off the schedule. Scott, is this guy kidding? Are you guys kidding? No. Scott? We are 100% serious. If we can't have Georgia, I'll take Kentucky. If we can't get Kentucky, it doesn't matter. But we've got to have Alabama and Florida. That makes the season good no matter what. What game do you think of? What what are you going to remember the rest of your life? It's when we beat Alabama last year, when we beat Florida in 2016. If you take the hard teams off the schedule – you don't, you don't get that. Plus, if you put the hard teams on the schedule, you're going to be thought of higher. You're going to get better players. That's what's made Tennessee who we are already. That's why well, Georgia, they don't even count. We don't even count them. 
You know, they, they're not Tennessee because they took the easy road all these years. We don't they play a chicken bleep schedule. They play a, a Scott down there. I hope you tell your Georgia fan friends that live around you in Etowah that they're chicken bleep, man. That's what they are. That's exactly why I want to keep those hard teams on the schedule. Yes, sir. Well, I want it hard. <laughs> Just not that. Listen, if you're in a league, I mean, you got to have competitive balance. You, you and Brian want to take your head and and grind it into like a uh, a, a trash compactor. That's what they've been doing since right. 1992. Brian, though, Tony, not not in a 16 team league, not with balanced schedules, O'Brien. Come on, man. Hey, Nick Saban, if he's in a three permanent. He is going to pick who's on their team, and he is going to pick Tennessee, Auburn, and LSU for the very same reason. He knows his season ticket holders. That's what they want. That's the heart of your program, the heart and soul. Well, I'll tell you, Scott, I I hear what you and Brian are saying. I'll say this for your argument. If you went the route you guys are going, it would allow Tennessee at the end of the year to go 9-3 and three in a 12-game schedule and say, put us in the playoffs. We've played everybody. That is yes, the sir. one thing. That is the one thing. And your fans would be really entertained by that. If you kept that and added an Oklahoma and Texas every year and then rotated through the rest of the league like you guys are talking about, that would be one freaking entertaining schedule. I, w- I want nine games, if not ten games, though. Again, meat grinder, meat grinder, meat grinder, meat grinder. Right. But if you're you paying your own money for your tickets, wouldn't that make you excited? Make Don't it, you want to get those season tickets and go? Make it valuable. Grinder. Make it valuable. It's not Meat valuable grinder. with Alabama, Florida, or Georgia off the schedule. Hey, we killed Missouri last year, I think, but I'm not even sure. I don't even remember it. Because that know, doesn't like, mean nothing. It, you're going to have years where neither of those teams are on your home schedule, whereas before, at least one of those teams is coming up on your home schedule. Meat grinder. Meat grinder. Your ticket, your, your ticket isn't as valuable, and they're wanting so much more for the ticket nowadays. you got to have those one of those teams on your home schedule every year. That's right. That's right, Brian. White flag waver. I'm not a white flag waver. I'm saying let's have some balance. Tony will come around our way of thinking. Uh, Big Josh will call him a few more times, too. Well, listen, listen, listen. I, I say to you respectfully that I feel, from in one perspective, if Tennessee did say, hey, look, put us down for the hardest three opponents you can throw at us, we would have the argument over teams that go 10-2 and two from the league if we went 9-3 and three from playing everybody. I, I will say that's accurate. I will say that's a that, – especially if they go to some kind of format where they strongly consider strength of schedule. I will say that's a very that's an accurate statement on your part, and I'm I'm certainly open minded to that. 
I really am. I'm open-minded to the fact that that is um, that that is a worthwhile uh, thought, sir. That you've that you've brought to the table here. I I I'll respect that. I'm not going to dismiss what you guys are saying outright. But I don't. All right, get, wonderful. I don't want to get ground up though, like ground chuck. We're not. We're going to ground them up, Tony. At least sometimes. And that makes those special memories. You got the best show and the best crew. Keep going. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Boom! You're a great caller, man. 865-200-5402 if you want to join. Give us your eight teams. Win prizes. Win cash and prizes. Brian, it's really interesting sitting down trying to consider who the eight teams are going to be next year, isn't it? It's going to be really interesting in a couple of weeks when they reveal that. So we won't know who wins a prize today. How would we know who wins a prize today, Bri? Unless you know the schedule. Do you know the schedule? I wish I did. Well, I, I can tell you this because I told you they were going to work on this compromise, which is what they're doing. That's what, they're, that's what this is here. This is the compromise. They're kicking the can down the road. The deal is this. You will see Alabama on that schedule guaranteed, and you will see Vanderbilt on that schedule guaranteed. Now, will you see Kentucky on that schedule? I don't know. Will you see South Carolina on that schedule? I don't know. But there's no way. And Alabama on their schedule next year is going to play LSU. They're going to play Auburn, and they're going to play Tennessee. Because that commissioner doesn't have the testicular fortitude to break them apart until he has to. And even then, I'm not going to believe it. However, however, never put anything past these folks in the ivory tower. And, Brian, as for your tiebreaker thing, those folks flat out get off on that. Those folks flat out get off on that. It'll bring so much attention. Well, they just love tiebreakers. They love what the and for the first tiebreaker, you know, uh, whoever dresses the nicest, and for the second tiebreaker, and the third, and if it's still tied, y'all that love minutia love stuff like that. Me, I love a beautiful sunny day, a barking dog, a child eating an ice cream cone in the park, a semi-hippie-ish radio host sitting there strumming a guitar in the park, live music tomorrow night at Calhoun's on the River with our friends from Fountain City Ramblers, where I will be, as we watch the games as well. It's going to be unbelievable, Andy. In the meantime, uh, Joshy and W. Lynn will talk. They will do that on the other side. I am heading into the doctor. Tell a friend. I've been in my physician's part. In fact, during the last break, I just ran in and uh, handed them my license uh, and a card. And i got to do some checkups and some tests today, but 
I'm all right. Don't worry about me. Don't don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm good. I'm good over here. Brian Hartman's going to get you the rest of the way. In the meantime, we love you. We appreciate you. Y'all are absolutely incredible. And, Brian, I got a great photo of Benny I'm going to show you that Farmer Charlie just sent. Now, are you coming back from the other side of the break? or Brian, how, am I com- how would I come back if I got to get in there? Okay. So if you want to take call- let- take some calls, Brian. I got this Vitello piece. And then use Tony Valls if you want to. That's right. Take some calls. Let your hair down. Brian, look down and look at what Benny's doing to one of the visitors to Charlie's farm. He's doing what he is trained to do. He's doing his business right on somebody's wheel. Because Benny does, Benny the dog, who we had a couple years ago, who Charlie adopted, and then Benny went and found another home to live at right near Charlie. Benny left Charlie because Benny is a nut and a knucklehead and a nugget. And we love you. Tonight, Garza Law, extra innings, I'll be on with you. Matt will be on with you. Perhaps Brian will be on with you. Evie Boy Russell will be on with you. And after tomorrow's game as well. The Vols playing this postseason from here on out. We'll be talking about it as soon as the game ends. It's Garza Law, extra innings, Evan Russell's appearance by TLD Logistics. In the meantime, peace. We love you. And uh, Brian Hartman has you on the other side after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. 
Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chandala yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Want to experience Spring Hill in one day under one roof? Now is your chance. Spring Hill's most popular annual community event, Experience Spring Hill The Event, presented by Liberty Federal Credit Union, is back and jam-packed with fun at Summit High School on Saturday, June 24th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. You can learn more about this exciting event at experiencespringhill.com. We hope to see you there. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. 
All right, welcome back. This is T. Willie. I have got one of our favorite people on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. He's going to let us know all about the great deals they have this week. Miles, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, you always give us some great, great deals over there at Foodland. So what do you got this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, five ninety nine a pound, whole boneless pork loins, two nineteen a pound, green cabbage, $0.49 cents a pound, Turnip or collard green bunches, 99 cents each. Craft shredded cheeses, four for $10. And Coca-Cola variety, six packs, three for $12. Wow, fantastic. And as always, you guys are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. And you're located right there at 427 West 7th Street, the big shopping center with plenty of parking right there by the post office. Miles, thank you as always. I appreciate you and your staff. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week as well. All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. We have 20 or so to play on the Friday edition of the Tony Basilio Show, and I'm going to go take our first call, and let's go to, uh, on the last segment of the program, let's go to Joshy Boy. Josh, welcome. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Uh, Awesome. Is uh, Bino here, or is it just you? Unfortunately, Bino is not here. It's just me. Okay. Which is frightening when you think about it. Yeah. The first thing I want to get to, what you and Tony were mentioning on the last segment about the eight-game schedule, I think in 2024 it will be eight games in the SEC, but in 2025 I think they'll go to nine games after – they settle for like more money i think it's a money grab what's your opinion on that that's what they hope to do right and hopefully i want a 10 game schedule but i do too i'll because with nine games some teams are going to play five home games some teams are going to play four home games i think that makes a big difference in a league like the sec so make it a 10 game schedule Everyone plays five home, five away, and if Georgia-Florida want to insist on every other year giving up a home game, well, let them. That's their choice. If Texas-Oklahoma want to do the same thing with their Red River shootout thing, well, let them do that. But everybody else will play five games at home and five SEC games on the road and make it balanced. And that way you can play a number of contenders and top-level teams, and then you can play some cream puffs as well at the bottom of the conference. So that's, it'll be, make a better mix. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance they could uh, propose that to Commissioner Sankey, a 10-game SEC schedule? Well, if they won't, I will. And I have, I think. Yeah. <laughs> now, they're not going <laughs> to listen to me or anybody like me, but uh, I, at least I'll try. Yeah. On my other thing about this week, Tennessee baseball going to Clemson, Brian, what's your thoughts on it? Do you think uh, they get out of that regional, or do you think, they go home. I just can't say confidently that they're going to be playing next weekend or that they're not going to be playing next weekend. It really is one of those just wait and see. They got a good chance. But I just can't I can't make a prediction confidently. It's one of those things where I'll have to I'll just have to watch and wait and see along with everybody else cuz I just I just don't know. Yeah. Do you have um, any feeling, do you have any are you, do you feel more confident one way or another than I do? On my thoughts on it, 
if our pitchers pitch like really good, like we know that they can pitch really good, like they did this season, and the bats get hot, I think we get out of that Clemson region for sure. And I think there's a good chance, uh, depending on who we play out of that Auburn region, I think we can make it to Omaha. I think the path looks pretty good. They could either go home this weekend or they could end up in Omaha. I, there's really, you just don't know. Yeah. Have a good day. Go ball. Thank you so much, Josh. Let's take our final call of the show. Let's get to WLN. WLN, welcome in. We appreciate you hanging on there. How you doing, Brian? You're doing a fine job. Thank you. You know, Brian, I, I almost wish they'd gone back to the, the pod system where, you, you know, you have uh, three uh, three opponents that you play permanently all the time, but it's more geographical. You, you remember when they talked about that? Yeah, like the uh, we thought they were going to have three common opponents every year with Alabama, Bandy, South Carolina. Ours would have been Vandy, Alabama, Auburn, probably. Or maybe maybe Kentucky, South Carolina, Alabama. Alabama, then two others you play every year that you've been playing. But we're, we're, we're definitely going to need more TV money because uh, flying uh, planes with these teams is going to be so much more expensive if we're going all over the country and have no geographical connection at all with our schedule every year. Yeah, and you're bringing you see, yeah, and, and Florida and South Carolina have to go to Norman and College Station, and now Austin. And if you have to make maybe two trips in one year, and uh, here, here's my eight games, and and this kind of goes back to when Bino and I and the late great Pison started following Tennessee football in the seventies. They came up with. Uh, five permanent opponents, and then you had one rotator. Of course, you only had a six-game SEC schedule. So that that's influencing me right now. But here, here's the eight I would like to see the first year. It's Alabama, Auburn, Vandy, Kentucky, Ole Miss. That used to be our five permanent opponents yeah, for yeah. a long time. And then I would add Texas, Florida and Arkansas. Poor, you know, nobody said Mississippi State. They want to play them next in twenty four. No, nobody <laughs> probably wants to play Mississippi State, but uh, you know, or Missouri. Who wants to play Missouri? You know. Yeah, those games don't. You know, Missouri and South Carolina just don't, they just don't they don't move my needle like some of those other ones. No offense to those two teams. But, uh, you know, Mike Hugan, and he's right. I mean, I, I think I was on Tony's show a couple of months ago talking about how the USA Today uh, had divided the the super teams into 32 teams like the NFL. <laughs> and you kind of play it like an NFL schedule. That might be 10 years down the road. Uh, because he made some good points about playing Missouri and Northwestern. What good does that do you? You know, stuff like that. But, uh I, I did, it, if we had to play an eight-game schedule, I just wish every conference would be forced to play two power fives at least. And that'd be ten games against the power five, five home, five away, you know. 
Yeah, eventually the conference schedules aren't going to really – I mean, everyone's going to be in the same conference. But, you know, like the, the Johnny Majors Classic we did with Pitt, I'd like to do that like twice every six to eight years. The, the people I know that went up there had a great time. It, it's not real expensive to get a ticket up there. You know, they they brought a good little crowd down here. Things like that. I just wish we could do that, you know, have a little flexibility. And, yeah, I'll miss, I'll miss playing that game this year. Miss that game on the schedule. Yeah, I will too. And people, people don't realize how key that was to our season. That overtime game, and uh, you know, I know they missed two field goals, but what we do, fumble a punt. You know, we had two kicking game miscues or whatever too. So to me, that was all kind of a. But you know, we lose that game. Who knows what happens to our season? Yeah, they, you know, they didn't really play that tremendously great but they played much better as the season went along and they won that game and i think that was huge to at least get them on the right path yeah i do too they could win uh, some of those other games now bigger games later on now moving on to baseball i've got my espn schedule on my tv says we play at seven do we really play it start at six, six today o'clock. yeah six o'clock eastern time start Okay, so my TV guides messed up, I guess. Yeah, that that well, that, that could be. Yeah, that that should that's that's wrong. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, I hope it's six because that's yeah, what I planned on doing: getting a couple on, people together and watching yeah, it. And six, I, six on East I really, I'm taking this game serious, and I, I just, I just, I'm like Tony, but Vitello, I just want to win this one game first before right. I worry about anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. It's 6 o'clock on ESPNU. I know we'll have the Garza Law Firm extra innings following the game, whenever that ends. As soon as it goes final, it'll probably be after 9 o'clock. So we'll be on with you, Tony. Myself and Evan and Bat Dixon will break it down for everybody. Okay, Brian. Well, you're, you're doing a great uh, job, and go Big Orange. Thank you for the call, WLN. I am going to replay Tony Vitello's interview to close out the show, close out the program. This is from the other day. Remember, after the game is over tonight, we will have the Garza Law Firm extra innings as soon as the game goes final, and we will have the same thing tomorrow and hopefully Sunday as well. And all throughout the postseason, as long as it lasts for the baseball balls, we'll be there. This is Brian Harbin for Tony Tony Basilio signing off. Have a safe weekend. As heard on your Tony Basilio show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, fortunate to have an opportunity to do what all these kids dream of and, and go a long way, but you can't do that without, you know, winning at least one game. So we're focused on Friday, and we'll play Charlotte, a team that, man, did we not play well when we went and visited them a couple of years ago. So that's that's well in the rearview mirror. There's no revenge or anything like that, but we want to keep playing our best ball and, and certainly present a better effort against that particular program. Uh, but Lipscomb, a familiar face. Uh, Clemson, uh, a team that we played in the fall a couple years ago as well. Uh, but I, I just answered somebody uh, that asked me about it uh, earlier this morning. I don't get too much into – I don't even watch the selection show. Uh, just let us know what our assignment is, and we'll attack it as best as we can. I think the one thing I can speak to is it's nice to only have a three-hour drive. There's other teams that have – you know, Texas Tech is a great program. They've got to travel all the way to Gainesville from Lubbock. Uh, there's many other examples out there. I think in Kentucky, if you're in their regional, you have to stay in the dormitories because uh, there's no hotel rooms. So 
all in all, we've got good competition. It's going to be that way everywhere in the country. It's relatively close, and it's going to be in an SEC-type environment down there in Clemson. A.T., uh, I said I was going to do this yesterday, and people think I'm pandering, but, you know, I- I've spent the better part of this year being very Philadelphia towards your baseball team. <laughs> and then somebody called and said, I think it was, I think it was, I forget who it was. One of our callers called in and said, no, it was Eric Waddell of our, of our team. He said, you do realize, this is right before the SEC tournament. Or, no, right after you guys got beat, and we were just on here cutting promos on everybody and just ripping everybody. And man, I apologize because, first of all, since you've been here, you've lived in this thing. And second, your team's been kind of maddening this year, but they've been maddening to you. They've been kind of maddening to themselves. It's just been kind of a maddening year. But you guys are back in the. This is the thirteenth appearance. In the NCAA tournament for Tennessee baseball, and you've been a part of half of them essentially, or well over a third of them. Um, and uh, I just feel like a heel, man. I feel like a heel today because we've been really hard on you guys on this show. Well, you, you know, you can play both sides. Hulk Hogan was the hero and the heel, and we—I think we love him to death for, for being both. So. I'll speak for the Knoxville community. We love you, and it's part of your job. I mean, you've got to say what you see on the field, and you pull out the most popular topics to talk about, and there could be something that takes place in a game that's a positive, but it's boring, in a negative that's more attractive, and then it could flip and be the other way, too. I mean, we could lose a game, but there could be a, a crazy, valiant effort by a pitcher on the mound or whatever it might be, and you could pull that from it, so... Um, you know, all in all, I think you give the fans what they want, and then with any season, there's going to be pros and cons. But with this season, now that there's a new standard of expectation within the program and by our fan base, um, there's been things that are frustrating. And there's also been things, as we stand here today, that you can be proud of. Yeah, I think it's really well put. Walk me through the, the, the preparation here, and then I'll bring Sean in here, but I understand from talking to a little birdie that you guys this year have sort of deviated. You've taken the time here during the reset to do team activities, to, I don't want to say take the focus off baseball, but to sort of lighten the load. First of all, is that accurate? And if it is, can you walk us through some of the things that you've done, maybe that are a little different with this group? Yeah, I think it's fairly accurate. Um, depends on your perspective. But I, I think one thing that we've done is recognize we've had some guys competing their butt off. I mean, I don't know if you want to touch on the topic, but let's talk about it. Hoover, uh, you talk about whether our guys are competing. Camden Sewell, every time he goes out there, <laughs> you know, I'll let everybody fill in the blanks, but that guy's given everything he's got left, and there's not a lot left. Um you know, and then some other guys, you know, are performing in different roles. An event we've asked a lot of them. Uh, Jared Dickey slide into home plate like a maniac. The bodies and the arms needed rest is what I'm getting at. So we wanted to make sure physically our guys got back to neutral as much as you can this late in the year. Um, and then mentally, it's been a grind this year, probably more than any season I've been a part of. Uh, in the SEC, that would include times at Arkansas, good and bad. Um, there's just been a lot of outside noise, 
crazy things going on within games. So mentally, get back to neutral as best as you can. Um, be around each other, but we just got done with about a seven, eight-day road trip. Let's not be around each other too much where you want to kind of punch each other. So um, try to find that balance in all those categories. And one thing is, hey, get to the field and get your work in. Go home after, like, if it needs to be a short day and no more, no less, then let's do that. Um, we've allowed our guys, Top Golf took care of us, yeah. uh, to go over there and, and mess around a little bit. And there's been a couple other ones like that, too, whether they be barbecues or these knuckleheads think they can even out their farmer's tans just in a couple of days of being out in the sun. Um, whatever it is, I, I think we've tried to make decisions again. Let these guys get back to neutral. We got them to the point, or they got themselves to the point, where we were playing our best ball mm-hmm. in the back half of the season. Um, so so if they get back to neutral, I don't want to say pick up where you left off, because it's a fresh start for everybody on Friday. Um, but, you know, continue to move forward from the, the point that we had to work really, really hard to get to. Before I bring Sean in here, that the last time we saw you, God, man, what a frustrating game. And from your perspective, I know it's frustrating. Um, but there's also a blessing in that. Going out early in the moment really sucks. But there's a real blessing. Like, this is a real second season now for you guys. You get, like, a 10-day break. That doesn't happen very much. Very much. No, it, it doesn't. And I'll only use these two names because I, I have the strongest relationship with Coach O'Sullivan and Coach Van Horn at Arkansas and Florida. And on Saturday, I did not watch those games, but I had somebody tell me they both looked like they wanted to get the heck out of there. <laughs> and it's there's all these conspiracy theories with the SEC tournament. Trust me, it's the most competitive of players and coaches and fan bases. You want to win every game there. But even last year, it was the ninth inning of the championship, and I wasn't thinking about, the trophy or our guys going to dog pot or whatever. The regional kept popping it into my mind and it's, it's there for you as a coach. And so what ultimately you want to do is make sure you can get your pitching lined up the right way and get set for that regional opportunity. Um, and I think, yeah, going out the way we did was frustrating. Uh, crazy unique set of circumstances with that kid throwing the way that he did. And, I spoke with him in the hallway, and hats off to him. But I don't think anyone expected him to do what he did against us, and he did. He was better than us that day. So let's get home, let's get rested, and let's get focused on, uh, again, what what is not even arguably, just factually, is the most important day is Friday at a regional as opposed to a conference tournament game for a team that's going to get a bid for sure. Tony Vitello joining us on the TLD Logistics Hotline, online at tldlogistics.com. Go ahead, Sink. Coach, I appreciate you being on here today. And I think I'm, I don't know if this is a crack or a, or a fluff, but you took the medicine from Tony, so here's a little candy. Um, <laughs> you're the two-time defending uh, National Coach of the Year in college baseball, and yet this year I would argue that you did your best job coaching uh, given the circumstances. I know that sounds odd to people, uh, but when you guys were just absolutely clubbing baby seals the past two years, um, it, it just seemed like no matter what you did was the golden touch. And this year, I, I was at every game, watched every game, 
Um, I, I can see the frustration, whether that's my interpretation right or wrong, but uh, uh, I just think wanted to at least acknowledge uh, that the the irony of the coach of the year versus how you know the actual performance of that. That being said, before you got on the on the on the air, I, I said to Tony and the listeners that I think it's a great opportunity for you guys because one, you will not find better pitching in the tournament than you've already faced. You will not find better fielding than you've already faced. You will not find better hitting than you've already faced. You will not go to a stadium that's rowdier than what you've already faced. So in a lot of ways, it is downhill, and there are just a few teams away or in your way from Omaha. You don't have to pay, play 64 teams. You've you got a few teams you got to play. And um, I was encouraged what Tony said about the reset you guys did. And uh, I appreciate it, regardless of the record compared to the other two years, I appreciate what you guys did today, and uh, I say go Vols, go get them. Awesome. Well, well said in my opinion, and I, I appreciate your.